0: Welcome to Makers Chat, a podcast community for creatives. I'm your host, Danielle Kaminsky, artist, maker, and educator from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Join me as we share our stories and explore the topics that are most important to creative entrepreneurs and makers. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's time for another episode. I'm here today with Melanie Heyman, um, a canvas artist, and she's just got some amazing work. We have found each other online, and I just can't wait for her to introduce herself and for you to get to know a little bit more about her. So, hey, Melanie, how are you? Hi, Danielle. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so excited to have you on here this morning.
1: I am excited. I am, like you said, Melanie Heyman. Um, I am largely an acrylic... Uh, canvas artist. However, I'm not ever. I don't know that I've ever been limited by canvas, um, and and that has been an evolution over the last uh, over a lifetime. <laughs> I think um, initially, I mean, I've loved all art all my life, but initially, I did a lot of sketching and drawing and that kind of thing, still life kind of things, and um, that was. Probably in grade school or high, or college or whatever, and then it kind of went away for a while. And I got married, and my kids were there, and you know other things were taking taking place of the time I had to do artwork. And then as the kids grew up, I would you know paint backdrops for stages and plays or um, all of the school events that needed any artwork. I was doing that and. Uh, it kind of came and went. I, I remember back then doing maybe like craft fairs or that kind of thing and having small different times in my life during that time that I would do more artwork than others. But it was never anything that was a full-on, you know, part of my life back then. And I um, when, the, when they were little, it was about the time that I got into the healthcare field um, I had the privilege of working with a couple of really great rural doctors and worked with them for about 17 years in a variety of capacities and ended up being their clinic manager. Uh, at one point then I moved to be closer to my kids, my grandkids, as they were growing up and was um, a clinic director, a CEO for an FQHC, a federally qualified health center. And of course, during that time, there was very many, many long days, late nights, not a lot of time to pursue painting. Yeah. And um, following that, I transitioned into uh, a director for a integrated care and a behavioral health facility. I do remember back then, there was some of the case managers that did some art therapy with clients, mm-hmm. which I found so interesting and so therapeutic to see, you know, people that generally wouldn't be called, I mean, you know, th- that wouldn't say they were an artist being able to transform right. and, and pull something out and how therapeutic it was. Um, after I got married and moved to Texas, I worked with, I still work with a consulting firm out of Austin out of and do, um, provide a contracting and credentialing i uh, I work remotely now three days a week, so it was a couple of years ago that I really uh, was able to devote some time back into my artwork and and develop i was also um during that time became a retailer for a paint brand and several different companies you know and following this last year and it changed my life circumstances um my picture just changed a little bit, and uh, it's shifted a little bit. I'm not able to be a retailer right now. However, I hope to have one, a space in the future to do mm-hmm. that again. But it was also a time that I was able to use my art in a very therapeutic for me way. Um, yeah. You know, in a time when things were really, really tough, I there were days I would paint for eight hours of the day you know it
0: was <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. you can totally get lost in and and it it was during that time that I feel like I really felt like I knew what I was wanting to do and I felt like I found a style my style or I don't know what I like to encourage people to do is paint what or, or create I shouldn't say paint because there's so many creative arts that, but to paint what resonates with you mm-hmm. if, because if you're doing that it doesn't matter what in the world you're painting whether it's canvas or guitar or whatever that comes out in you so having the ability to be genuine in your work and to follow your own heart and it, it's incredibly freeing I think yeah to find that style and that feeling of I'm comfortable and while not I'm not saying, you know, every piece should look alike or anything like that, but to have the ability to go, this is the way I'm gonna do it. Because yeah. this is what works for me and this is what is in my heart or and you know, that I wanna put out there. So it's been it's been a really great year as far as opportunity and wonderful things coming my way and I'm really happy about Being in that space and being able to share it with a lot of people online. The online community is amazing. Um, Not having a real retail space anymore, um, being able to connect with people online, either like you know in a in a in a broadcast, through lives, through working with companies, you know whatever it be. It's just been amazing to to meet so many wonderful people online yeah. and to be able to continue and grow and teach and and provide some of that, but it has been a great year. When I was thinking about that last night after you had sent your email, and I thought, you know, hardship, I mean, there is no one in this life that's going to go through right. it without trauma, hardship, loss. Right. I, you know, I totally get that. We all have it in our lives. But I think it becomes how you decide to move forward from there or if you mm-hmm. get stopped or stopped right there. So moving forward and being able to share what I know and it's just what yeah. I know. I mean, <laughs> nice. I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm in a place where I'm, you know, but being able to put out there in the world what you love I think yeah. is really the most amazing part of and people can I think people can see that a genuine oh, yeah. person can be, you can spot them. You can, it'd be, I don't
0: know, probably rambling now. No, <laughs> I, you're kind not. Of I, I get what you're saying though. There's people who are comfortable with themselves and who are, who are being themselves. They, they put off this energy. You can, you're right. You can spot it. Um, And it just kind of helps direct you sometimes when you can trust those instincts and, and meet those people. And, and you're right. I feel like the, the online art community has a lot of that, has a lot of people who want to support each other. And um it's it's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. awesome to connect.
1: I mean, there is someone. I'm I'm fairly certain there's you asked a room full of people, we all are gonna have different people that inspire us through the online community, but it's because you connect with that person at a level that's not Totally the artwork that is somewhere else right. I love you I I feel comfortable with you I relate to what you're saying and what you're doing right and I think that is the awesome part of a social media presence I mean I, it can also be tough right? yeah you know there's a lot of hard things that go along with it but it allows us to be out there in a totally different way than we could ever do in our local environments right. And and be involved in things that,
0: bigger things bigger yeah things, yeah nationwide things I love that and I love your artwork I just I I do and I love watching your you know your videos of you painting and everything you paint a lot of angel wings is there a big <laughs> significance there for you or is that just something that you just love or yep big one on your canvas right there behind you <laughs> there's actually
1: four of them there's three of them okay. <laughs> Um, I'm going to say probably yes. I mean, I've I've had loss in my life. My brother was killed early in life uh, in a motorcycle accident. My sister, my older sister passed away from ovarian cancer Hmm. at a very young age. My dad just passed away a couple of years ago.
0: I'm so sorry. I totally
1: believe that there is a presence in life that guides us and helps us and and steers us in a path. Even though we might get off that path a whole lot of times, we get back into it. Yeah. And maybe it's a blessing, maybe, you know. But I would say, yes, angels are definitely, angels and angel wings are definitely a thing that I, even though I I go to other places, I almost always come back. Come back. Because I think, I think one of my, the first time I painted wings online, on a live, a couple years ago, and I had posted it and someone reached out in the comments and was telling me about her 16 year old daughter that she had just lost. And that, I mean, it was a, a conversation that lasted a couple of days, yeah. but it was just to to hear her pain and to feel that and how, she connected with the wings. That was something that totally, you know, captured me because I knew, I know, you know, I, I see art online or see someone mm. working on a piece, and I think, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. You know, not object, Obviously, the subject matter is one thing, but the color, the feel, the emotion that goes along mm. with it is definitely, you know, that connecting factor. And that's happened a few times uh, that I've had an immediate gut reaction to someone's, uh, to posting and someone comes right back and says, this is me, this is what you just showed. That is me, you know, that is. So I think connecting those two and feeling that, um, like I said, I mean, we all, it's a human emotion, grief, loss, sadness, trauma. Those are all places that we've all have been and being able to connect in that way and that's wonderful. I I love it. I love art, I love music, I love you know, obviously there's guitars behind me and every time oh, yeah. I go vibe they're back there. But color uh, I I hope that I never become limited to something, you know, just to a niche yeah. that, that is really right. small. Because I love mixed media, not um, at all. I love uh, ink drawings. I love you know. There's so many things and so many ways to to express your art. So I, when there's new products, I mean, I'm one of those product people that go, "Yes, I love that. I want to try it. I want it." It just you know, it sucks me in, and I love it. and it's this one more thing to add to your toolbox to yeah. expand what you can do and that is, that's incredibly fun and continues to keep your interest and keep you evolving and and finding that place or new thing. I mean, I probably will paint wings for the rest of my life. Will they always look like this? Probably not. not yeah. You know, it, it, they don't, they, they look different now than they did years ago too, so. Yeah. It's just one of those evolution and creating that, um, you build on your skill set. Right. Right. Even if you think you were great five years ago or, you know, like what you're doing, you continually are building on your skill set and and pushing forward and trying new things and new techniques. And that's, that, that's part of it. I mean, that's part of all of this as far as education or experience goes. You're yeah. going to keep growing in that way. And I
0: hope I never stop. Yeah. <laughs> and you, um, I love too, so you were talking about, you know, you're not limited to canvas. And you're definitely not. I have loved watching you paint um, the guitars and the guitar cases. Are those typically, and I see you have them on your wall. So are, are you a musician yourself? No. No, you just love guitars. Well,
1: I, I I played music in the past, however, I have not played, played guitar, so I okay. shouldn't <laughs> I got my that. my mom will kill me if she hears this, and doesn't say that I play clarinet and piano and <laughs> <clears throat> So
0: but. you just love guitars.
1: Yeah, and honestly, I remember oh, years ago finding a, an old guitar at a garage sale, and it was. Twenty bucks or something, you know. Somebody getting yeah. it, with, and it didn't have a case. That was the first one. And my intention, as soon as I saw it, and I have that often, you know, you see a piece and you think I'm going to do something with like that. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm going to do something. And it sat there for a while, and then I painted it, and it was like this is such a great canvas to paint on. This is amazing, mm-hmm. you know. So then, then they began after that. Okay, and they yeah. I mean, just the the nature. And a lot of times I'll get a comment, does it still play? Most of them do. However, is the sound quality affected? Sure. I'm guessing probably just because when you put a layer on top of the musical instrument, you're going to have some sound quality. But they do play. Um, Some of them don't. Some Some of them, some of the violins especially that I've done, are in such bad condition, necks have broken, and they're uns- you yeah. they're just yeah. not playable anymore. They're they're way more decor pieces. Yeah, but
0: absolutely, that, and that makes perfect sense. You would expect there to be a difference, and I would imagine that a musician could probably even take a painted guitar that where it's changed things and possibly tune it or make adjustments so that it would play the way they wanted it to. Yes. So
1: yeah, I just. I just always put that disclaimer out there because right. tune wise, I mean, I can tune it on, you know, there's apps on, on the phone and stuff that you can tune them. However, you know, in the long run, sure it does, you know?
0: Yeah. It has yeah. To, but Have you ever had anyone, have you ever been commissioned to paint a guitar for someone? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I have one of the first ones was a, a lady that was when I lived in Texas and she, um, wanted one for her husband's 65th birthday
0: oh, fine. and it
1: was both front and back and on the back it had his name and you see I, I right now I can't even think what it had on there it was um, something about his birthday or rock and roll I don't remember yeah. what it was but it that's cool. she messages me every now and then saying how
0: much she totally loved it and that's cool that's but. all the fun, what is your um and I know we have said you paint a lot you you do like the wings, you know that you always kind of come back to them that's something that you'll never lose, and you like to paint things that aren't canvas, but when you are just like i just I just feel like painting today, and maybe you don't have anything specific in mind, what do you gravitate towards?
1: I think right now it would be mixed media is probably <laughs> the thing that I choose. Right now, if I'm just looking for something to do something quick in the afternoon or work on something totally different outside of you know commissions and stuff right now I do have several commissions going, and a lot of those are outside of my general so that's nice to be able to go from a different project to a different project but I would say mixed media just because I love the process of it and yeah. And the tools and the possibilities, and you know, no go, limits. Around, go around the house and look for stuff that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whether it's book pages or different things I could stamp with or anything, and then going from there on a the background. I'll have, I have a couple of backgrounds right now, they're just sitting here waiting for their next step, but I just got that process, you know, that background process and all the good layers and stuff.
0: Yeah. All the, the good juicy details. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love that. And it's just endless what you can do yeah. with it. So, yeah, that probably right now is is my quick, my go-to when I'm looking for some inspiration. or want to do something different yeah. for a little bit. But totally there's inspiration everywhere. And a lot of times what I start out with isn't where it ends up. It's, right. Right. <laughs> and it takes its own path.
0: It? Um, I, I know that feeling. I know that. <laughs> that is definitely, I think that happens to a lot of people. You start out with one idea and then by the time you're, you're in the process and in the flow, it turns into something completely different, but it's right. always better. It's always better because you allow it to take its <laughs> it own, own course. Yeah. Because what's in
1: your mind and what comes out on the canvas are
0: a yeah. lot of times, two different things that, Very much so. that may or may not relate. <laughs> yeah. So, since you love music so much, do you do you love like song lyrics, or do you like the music? Like, which part of that do you love? Does that make is that question? I think I'm going to have
1: to say both. Okay, and I I, am maybe heavier on song lyrics, but not necessarily so. When I'm able to put my uh, your earphones in and just paint. Uh, there's a lot of times I won't even know what I'm listening to exactly. It'll be more of the getting in the process. I think it's something that organically happens. Helps you get in a flow state.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, I'd say, as far as music, a wide variety of music appeals to me. Um, and I think there's music for certain projects. <laughs> If you yeah. know, what I mean, I mean, totally get you in a different space, and mm-hmm. which is for me one of the fun things of Instagram Reels and TikTok and stuff being able mm-hmm. to put music to your artwork. Yeah, is really fun and really because I think music evokes something in us, you know, mm-hmm. either memory or feeling or. The, I don't know transitions and stuff, but I really enjoy that. I'm Absolutely. not great at it, and <laughs> it's just something I'm working yeah. on. But putting the two together, those things will fascinate, fascinate me while I'm scrolling through, and I'll stop. And it's usually the music pulling into the visions or visuals that that really yeah. um, intrigue me. And, and
0: yeah. I totally get what you're saying about the ev- evoking an emotion. I um, was actually having a conversation recently with, with one of the girls that works with me. And we were talking about, I had gone to a concert with my sister a couple of years ago. And there was this song. And when the artist started singing it, it was a cover. And I immediately recognized the music and it started to make me cry. And I didn't know why. I mean, I was literally sitting in this concert crying, listening to this music. She hadn't even started singing the lyrics yet. I just knew like it connected. And then when I finally remembered, like where I knew it from, I remembered when I first heard it, I remembered the emotion, but it was, it was just, it was incredibly powerful. It's not that I haven't experienced emotion in music before, but to have that be such a, not even a cognizant process, I guess you'd say, because I didn't even, I had not heard the lyrics. There was not necessarily a connection between this musician and the first place that I had heard it because it was a cover, but there was just something about that music. The minute it started playing, I started crying because it was so connected to that emotion. Um, so I totally get that. And I think art can be the same way for a lot of people, For especially for those of us who are creating it. But even for, you know, just people who are, I guess, consumers of art, who are looking at art, that it can just have such an emotional impact that I could totally see mixing those two things together could be really powerful.
1: Yes, I, I totally agree. When you said that about not being, not realizing what it was until much later. I was reading an article recently that's, that was talking about people with dementia or Alzheimer's and how they were able to recall songs from back in say seventies or whatever words and things because the, the portion of your brain that lyrics and music is housed in is not affected by um, dementia or, or, you know, that kind of, Illness or effect. So I thought that was really interesting because yeah. how often you hear that, what, you know, it could be a portion of a song in a commercial mm-hmm. or, you know, something that you hear otherwise. And yeah, you feel immediately that go back yeah. to that
0: feeling of whatever. But music is powerful. It is. It is. I think all all of the creative arts have that have that ability to be powerful, and then you start talking about mixing them together, and it's like, mm-hmm. it can just be this wonderful experience. I would actually, I wonder, now that we're talking about it, I'm sure this is not the first time it's come up, and I am sure that there are places that have done this, but I think it would be really cool if a gallery or even just a, a group of artists put together a collection based on a specific collection of music and Played the music and displayed the art and made it like a cohesive experience, that would be really cool. That'd I'm sure somebody's done it.
1: So cool. <laughs> that would be so cool because they mix so well together mm-hmm. and they touch people in that way. I think all of us. Even yeah. I have friends that say, well, music isn't that, you know, that uh, doesn't have that effect on me. But if it makes you dance, if it makes you remember, if it makes you uh, feel. Those are all parts mm-hmm. of it that we can't deny. I think, that Absolutely. A huge, huge connect
0: there. Yeah. So in addition to art, what do you have some other, any other hobbies or anything that you kind of like to pull into your creative process?
1: Uh, well, right now. I, I love to travel whenever I can. Um, I like photography. I, mm-hmm. Really enjoy my grandkids' ball games, doing a lot of travel and watching softball and football and having fun and enjoying Mm. that. Um, Just enjoying life. Just enjoying mine. Where I'm at right now.
0: Yeah. And who knows in a year from now (laughs) that. Could be doing something completely different, right? Adding something else entirely to the mix. Exactly. Um, yeah yeah so with you were talking the, a minute ago about how you had a lot of commission work right now do you have a system for that or do people just reach out and you handle it case by case or how do you do commissions
1: uh, right now because it's evolved really rapidly this year it is you know a personal connection reaching out talking about um, the specifics of what they're wanting and um and it's come from all platforms locally as well as across you know across the social media and that kind of thing i am working towards a more direct project process you know as far as contact and the ability to yeah. uh, but at this moment in time that okay. is that is how i'm working through it and mm-hmm since there has been so much change this year. Initially I was trying to do everything and it was yeah. scattered, I think. I, I felt, you know, in trying to grab a little bit of everything and trying to figure out what I was gonna do. So I've allowed myself a little grace during this time, step yeah. back and do the things in a more organized, you know, step by step way. And right
0: one so it cool
1: it's a process
0: yeah so if someone came across you they loved your artwork you would want them to just shoot you a message and be like hey I love what you do I'd like to have you paint something for me and you just start a conversation from there. Cool. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Um my big picture plan
1: over the coming year will be to develop some quarterly um, paint classes online. You Not know, a, a bigger project, say. I Currently I do a live uh, on my page about um, once a week, different projects, sometimes media. sometimes, it, you know, just whatever I'm doing that week. Yeah. Um, but, the classes I'm thinking about going forward into the future will be a bigger project that will probably be, you know, a two-day court or two. I'm uh, thinking, like mm-hmm.
0: sessions, like two long sessions, some sessions or something. Yeah, some yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So
1: that's one of the things on my radar as well. As, I mean, like I said, I have a few other projects going on behind the scenes right now that won't come next
0: year, but it's all a process. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is very much a process. There are things that I'm doing now um, that I know for a fact I started thinking about and planning two years ago. It just, it's such a process to figure out, okay, this is the thing I want to do. Sometimes you have an idea that you can make happen immediately, right? And then sometimes it's like, mm, I've got to lay some groundwork for that. That's going to take some time to make it make it possible. So I totally get that. But yeah. it's always good to have something to be working towards to know that something different right. is as artists especially that's something that's kind of it's important for us to know that that we're creating something new and different and that it is it needs to constantly change we we crave that we crave that different vibe and feeling so to know that we're going to be adding on things and changing things is always good for us yes.
1: i I one hundred percent agree to that and that's part of the continuing to, I don't know, as part of your growth, part right. of your being true to who you are, because I'm sure you've had a lot of opportunities that weren't actually a good fit for you yeah. at the time, and I think it's being able to recognize those things that fit and that motivate you to to continue in that direction, that's yeah. That's really key, and that is probably the other side of social media as well, is we are bombarded by Things,
0: images, are.
1: thoughts, you know, all of, all of the, the stimulus that comes from social media. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's about finding your own way through that and not allowing that outside stuff that doesn't have any effect or doesn't pertain to you or any of that to be able to put that aside and, and do what is good for you. Yeah. And that's not easy for everybody
0: it is not, it's not, I think it's, it's not easy for a lot of people. I think that it's one of those things that takes practice. Yes. Um, and some people have the opportunity to practice that skill earlier in life than others. I know a lot of people have told me recently, oh, it's, it's something that comes with age. And, you know, sometimes it does come with age because that's just means that you've had more practice <laughs> at figuring yes. out, you know, what works for you and what doesn't. And then I think sometimes we get bombarded with things earlier in life and we have to learn that skill quicker because otherwise it's it's just so easy to burn out you can't nobody can do everything and i think as a rule there's a large percentage of people that want to try and i am one of those people like my friends and family will tell you i'm i'm kind of notorious for taking on more than i can handle <laughs> and i'm trying to get better at it you know and it's so it's funny because it's like oh well as you get older and i'm like well yeah that makes sense because every year that goes by i have to learn how to say no to new yes. things and different things. That, and
1: That is super powerful right there.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah, it
1: you is. Know, and if it doesn't align with where you're at or where you need to be. Yeah. You need to find, yeah, that doesn't fit for me. And,
0: I read a book a couple of years ago called the best. Yes. And the, you know, it's, it's by Lisa Turkhurst. So it's a, it was a, a Christian book, like a, mm-hmm. a spiritual book, but at the same time, it was just also, kind of teaching you that, like, if you're constantly saying yes to things that are not right for you, then when the thing comes along that is the best yes, the thing that you definitely need to be doing, you won't have the capacity to take it on. Mm -hmm. And that was really, and and I know that that's something that I struggle with, because if I have room on my plate, and it's something that sounds fun, I want to do it. But then it's like, recognizing that. But if it's not an absolute fit, I need to say no, because if I'm not making space for the right things, then I can't take advantage of those those opportunities when they present themselves. And I feel like that's a lesson that I learn over and over and over again. You know, you'll be doing really good. It's like life, like you said, I mean, you know, you get off the path from time to time. So it's like, I'll be doing really good. And then I get distracted. And I'm like, Oh, man, I missed out on something I really wanted. I've got to get better about this. and bring myself back in. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, it's good to recognize it. I think it's, it's when you don't recognize it, when you find yourself and it creates in you. A, a whole set of emotions of, you know, impatience with yourself or the inability to produce what you had hoped because you, you've not, I think that, that yes comes along with, are you is it something you're comfortable with are you not saying no does that put you in a place where you're not comfortable with it right because sooner or later that is probably where it goes but yeah it's it's a powerful word just to say no. it is
0: <laughs> very very and I love you um you like to share those things too. I've noticed that you're really, you find like quotes or graphics and things that just obviously resonate with you. And you, you share that with us on social media and on your pages. And I always enjoy seeing that. Like I'll see it pop up and I'm like, Oh, that's a good one. And I look and I'm like, yep, that was Melanie. <laughs> so I love it. I love that you share that kind of stuff because our art is awesome and wonderful, but there's a lot of messages out there that when we see, when we see something that resonates with us, I think it's important to share because like you were saying earlier, social media is such a, a fast track machine at this point. They want you to keep scrolling and they want you to look at the next thing and click on the next thing and do all the things. So those little reminders that, you know, you don't always have to do what everybody else wants you to do. You know, you can be true to you. These are the things you need to remember. I think those are those are good things to have interrupt that feed sometimes. That's, I hope so. I think,
1: actually, I started doing that back in March mm-hmm. of 2020. Um, and it was a time, of course, when there was a lot of yeah craziness in the world. And the initial thought when I started doing that was more of a because we were at a time when we were just marking the day was kind of you know it's Tuesday, happy Tuesday, whatever. Right. And, and that's where it began. And there's some that are really thought provoking, some that are just funny. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> it was probably within this last month somebody said, "I hope you never stop doing these morning posts." She said. You know, I I enjoy them so much when I see them. And I say, well, you know what? If it resonates with one person out there, then I've done my job. Because that's, you know. And and the ones I find are, yeah, probably ones that have some, or mean something to me, or just Mm -hmm. in a broader sense, mean something that that we need to share. And I think kindness is probably the biggest subject matter of the morning post or being able to... Kindness and moving forward. Yeah. I think are are probably the biggest subject matter of the the post.
0: And it's something we can hear every day. Yeah. Just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep keep doing what makes you happy and just keep going. (laughs) Yeah. Keep moving forward. You can't get stuck anywhere. Yep, I have really enjoyed talking to you. This has been awesome. So we always wrap up with some rapid fire questions and I've been getting a lot of flack lately that they're not really rapid fire because some oh. of them are a little thought provoking. So oh. I did go ahead and send you one of them um, in the email yesterday in case you want to think about it. Cause like I said, everyone's been like, these are not rapid fire. Some of them are though. So we'll start with those. Oh, okay. Books or movies.
1: Books. Books. Okay. I can't, um, I can't stay away from movies, so I know. I, I really like them. I'm a sit a down or lay down and watch a movie, boom, it's done, you know. <laughs> that stillness or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I'm like that sometimes too. But I love I do love a good movie, but I'm the same way. I I prefer books. Um I I read. I'm a very voracious mm. reader. Um Beach or Mountains. Whew. man.
1: I love the mountains. I really do. But a beach, that's probably my spot. Sun,
0: sand, warm. Yep. Yep. Um, uh Oh, I had another either or question and it just like popped out my brain. (laughs) Popped out my brain. It'll come back to me. It'll come back to me. Um, So one of the thinker. Oh, I remember because it's fall because because we're recording this and it's officially fall now as of a couple of days ago. So are you team Apple or team Pumpkin?
1: Um, I didn't know that I have any preference there <laughs> I'm much more of a summer person than I am a fall person. I love summer.
0: I love that season. Um, I'm going to go with pumpkin. Okay. All right. Um, and then one of the thinker questions was if you could time travel to any era or time period in history, where would you want to go and then of course where in the world would you want to go during that time
1: i would want to go back to back to let's say 1980 1980 i would, I would have chosen made some different life choices at that time okay okay some oh. however, that being said, I wouldn't be where I am today without the choices that I made, whether they're good or bad.
0: That's true, that's true. And
1: that part is, yeah, you know, but we don't get that option,
0: but yeah. That I would I- be, um, I actually it's. I had some different things that happened when I was a lot younger, like early twenties, some not so awesome financial decisions that I made (laughs) that put me in a situation where I had to move back in with my dad for a while. Um, But I would not change that in in retrospect. I wouldn't change that for anything because my dad um, had lung cancer and ended up passing away young and having that opportunity to live with him for a few years was really it was really good for us because my parents were divorced so we didn't live together when I was growing up so that was a time that you really I, I just wouldn't it. have gotten otherwise and I and I'm very actually appreciative for it so you know bad decisions right. that I wish I could undo but at the same time I wouldn't give up that time that I was able to live with him for anything because it really changed our relationship so
1: and it puts you in that path that you wouldn't have had had that not happened and in- yeah you're right you know, sometimes something else is guiding you to a place where right. you need to be not a, not that you need to go through the hardship that caused it, but that right. ultimately the end result was a positive. Exactly.
0: One. exactly. So, And the last question I always ask is if you could, um, if like money and resources, time, commitments, if none of that were just of any consequence, where would you just, where would you go tomorrow?
1: I would go to a beach, and I was going to pick a specific beach, but I would have my paints. I would have a little bungalow there on the beach. I would hear the ocean, have some music, have a little, you know. Yeah. That would be the place that would, yeah. I can feel it. Just hear the sun, the breezes and the
0: sun. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, Melanie, thank you for being on here with me today. This has been a lot of fun. I
1: really had fun
0: too. Good, good. You guys, I'm going to put all of her links and everything are in the show notes. So definitely go follow her on social media, check out all of her artwork and find some of her videos. You're going to absolutely love, love her creations. So yeah, thank you, Melanie, for being here with us today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. That's all for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Remember to check out the Makers Chat community so you can dive deeper into the conversation. You'll find the link to join in our show notes. Have a beautiful week and we will chat again soon.